the hour of your return. Awaken us. Amen. Amen. Put away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Beautiful words from today's collect that are borrowed from Paul's letter to the Romans. Collect, which I might add, also is encouraged for us to read each and every day of Advent by Archbishop Cranmer. We enter a new season today with a sense of expectation of things to come. We are busy preparing for our holiday gift exchanges. And I assure you that some of you have either put up a Christmas tree already or will do so in short order. Perhaps you have parties to attend or cookies to be made, or in the words of lessons this morning, all seems dark. Advent is the only liturgical season with two emphases. You'll find that the season will begin with the overtones of the second coming and warm up to the more familiar stories of the Holy Family and then of the Bethlehem travel and birth. But the Gospel lesson has us reaching for the less familiar of these stories and the gospel begins with some words of comfort. In those days, after that suffering. And for many of you, I get This time of year may not have so joyous of overtones. Advent is for you Perhaps you have more yesterdays than tomorrow's. Your gatherings with those you love are slimmer due to having lost those you love. Perhaps those images of children opening gifts recall memories of children you may have lost over the years, or perhaps even those who will not pick up the phone and call you this holiday season. Well, due to this reality, Jesus bringing us hope. After that suffering, he is going to set things right. After the turmoil of our lives, God and God alone will have the last word. But setting things straight has some frankly scary visions attached to it. The sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Jesus foretells that there will be some pretty incredible things that will happen in the natural world, and I cannot really explain to you what he is telling us from a scientific perspective, and I think it would be really pretty irresponsible if we were to even try. But it seems that when things seem to be their darkest, it is into this darkness that Jesus' light will return so incredibly bright. The present darkness only amplifies the one who said, let there be light, and then lifts the darkness with that light. We read on, then they will see that the Son of Man is coming in 
clouds with power and great glory. And he will send out the angels to gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. So after our suffering, he comes to be with his people. He sends his angels to gather up the troops. And interestingly, we see he gathers from heaven, that is, the church triumphant, and from earth, the church militant, those who are elect. Note, Christians are still in the world, even to the end. And Christians are in heaven, but they meet at the time of his coming, and we do not know when. God in Christ will set things right. Now I know that I may be providing only a partial comfort to many who struggle with this holiday season, and to others, the need to know exactly how we can do the work of casting off our works of darkness and putting on the armor of light is important for you to know as well. That, I think of, comes from the message of what the end times looks like. You see, for a hundred years, many Christians have understood that Jesus only returns when the world has become some insufferable place for Christianity. Quite simply, that's a bit of a combat. The church did not read the scriptures like that. Instead, they looked for the work of the church as ushering in the new messianic age by working and praying the kingdom into place. One mentality is escapist. The other, the more historical way of thinking, puts tools into our hands to change the world and says, let's get on with work. What if, after our suffering was completed, and Jesus returns to complete the task, and it becomes a task of restoring justice, and ushering in peace, and eliminating evil, and that very task, the church began? What if after our suffering was punctuated with joyful anticipation instead of fearful dread? Jesus is coming with the clouds, and I'm excited to meet him. What if after our suffering, the world becomes a little bit less of a blue Christmas, and a little more of a joyful expectation of the truest Christmas to come? We would no longer be at odds with each other. It would be better than cookies and parties and filled with the presence of all those whom we love but see no longer. Cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us cast away that which is dark and hopeless and dreary and put upon us the true armor of hope. That is our task. When we see it as fulfilling of the work of the church and the end of our suffering, we get a glimpse of the kingdom that is to come, which is, of course, already here and not yet finalized. My brothers and sisters, each and every day, in every liturgy, all around this planet, we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth, as it is in heaven. We pray when we ask. We 
take up our tools and we labor on and we put into existence those things that bring hope to the people who do not have hope. It is then that the kingdom comes because the church got the ball rolling. Our hands make it happen. Let us all, in the very brief season of Advent this year, put away the works of darkness. Put off 